when you make Kiddush, first you make a Berakha of the Kiddush, Mekadesh HaShabbat, Mekadesh Yom Tov, and then you make a Hagefen. His reason is because it's the day that causes the wine to come, like Rashi explains. If it wasn't for the fact that it was Shabbat, we wouldn't be making Kiddush now. And another reason, uh, the day was already sanctified and the wine didn't come yet, which means that Kiddush usually comes after the, it, it becomes Shabbat. And therefore, since Shabbat comes first, therefore, it should be first in the Berakha as well. Now, someone might ask, what happens if you, if you accept Shabbat early? Even if you accept Shabbat early, you still accept Shabbat verbally before you make Kiddush. And therefore, the day comes before the wine. We first make Hagefen, and then you make the Kiddush. Why? The wine caused the Kiddush to be said. Rashi explains this means that when one doesn't have wine, you can't make Kiddush. So therefore, since the wine is the catalyst to cause the Kiddush to come, therefore, we will use and make Ubracha on the wine first. Another Pshat. We have a rule that whatever is most common goes first, and it's much more common to have a hagefen than to have a kiddush. My the Rambam wants to know now why do we say a second reason for betilel? So the Gemara explains, If you might want to say over there, there were two reasons, and here there's only one reason. No, there's another reason here. Now the Gemara says, Why do you have to tell me that we never have to tell you that? It's, it's simple because there was a bat call that came out from Shamaim which said that is like Betelel. Obviously, it's going to be that's a Gemara on Erovin. Either I'll tell you, perhaps this Braita, which is quoting. The story was before the bat call. That's why they have to tell you. Because it wasn't so clear yet. Perhaps I could tell you. We're now on the top of Nun Bet Amud Aleph. It's really after the bat call. But the author of this writer was Rishua. Because he says, There's a famous machloket about the Tanur. About a machloket. And Rishua was arguing on most of the rabbis. And he, sorry, Rishua was with the rabbis. Arguing with really is it on the Tanur Achrai, and when a bat call came out, say Rabbi Shur was wrong. He said, "En mashkichim bebat call Torah la b'shamayimhi." And therefore, we, if Rabbi Yeshua is the rabbi who says we don't care about bat call, then he's also going to ignore the fact that the bat call said that halachazik betilel, and therefore he will write in his mishnayot halachak betilel because he doesn't hold to the bat call. Says the Gemara, "V'savri betshamay tiberkat." Hayom Adifa, does Bet Shammai hold that you have to mention the day first? And therefore it has to go first because the day, before the, before the Kiddush, before the Hagefen? Vatanya, didn't we learn in the Raita? Hanechnas lebeto Motzeh Shabbat Mavarech Alayayin Valam Orla Besamim. When you come into your house on Saturday night, you make Hagefen, and then you make Boreh Meoreh Ha'esh, and then you make Besamim. 
they notice the thing, ish, and then besamin, which is not what we do. Let's say you only have one cup of wine, you're planning to eat Malava Malka, and you need a cup of Birkat Amazon. Then you leave it till after Birkat Amazon, and you include it all together. It could be this is talking about Sudash Rashid, but either way, you'll put it all together. But the point, now the Gemara asks, Who told you it's Bet Shammai? You just have a random Brita over here. This Brita doesn't say that it's Bet Shammai. And therefore, yes, I see that, you, that the Brita mentions wine before the Havdalah, <coughs> but it might very well be Bet Yilel. And if it's Bet Yilel, it's no proof to anything. Why are you asking a question on me? That Bet Shammai really should hold that wine goes first. This might not be him. Don't even let it enter your mind that this is not Bet Shammai. Why not? Tiktani, because the writer says, it says, Me'or, V'achach B'Samim. It says, Bore Me'oresh, and then B'Samim. Oman Shemata Itle Ha'isvara. Who is the rabbi who says that Me'or goes before B'Samim? It's Bet Shammai. How do you know? The Daniel went to the writer, Amr Bihuda, Lulokha Bet Shammai B'Tilel, Everyone agrees that Berkat Amazon goes first. If you're doing Berkat Amazon in a cup, you do Berkat Amazon first. And Havdalah, Shuba, Sof, everyone agrees that Havdalah is in the end. What's the Machloket? Ma'or the Besamim. Bechamai says Ma'or goes be first. And Ma'or, Rachak, Besamim, Betalelem, Besamim, Ma'or. So you see the Bechamai says that Ma'or goes before Besamim. So therefore, if you have a, a different writer which mentions Ma'or before Besamim and has Yayin first, so we'll know that that must be Bechamai, because he's the only one who says that Ma'or goes before Besamim. So the Gemara says back. So now, that statement that we just said was st- said by Rabbi Yehuda. He was quoting the Machloket Bet Shemayim Betilel. So the Gemara is saying, who told you that we're going like Rabbi Yehuda? Maybe Dilma Betilel he, but Maybe it's Betilel according to a mayor. According to that, Betilel says Neru Besamim. Rameer holds that he holds that Ma'or goes before Basamim also. So therefore, it could just as well be that that Mishnah was Betilel, and it's going like Rameer, and therefore it, you have no proof that it's Bet Shammai, and you have no question of Bet Shammai. Where it says no. Lo Salakadat, that can't be. Diktani, because we learned Tachab Matitin, Bet Shammai, when Bet Shammai says, Ner Umazon Besamim Vahavdalah, over there the Bible says it says if you only have one cup which is assuming that that's what we're doing over here because you're putting you're putting the Berkat Amazon together you say you leave it till after the Amazon and you put them all together so you see the bright is going like a Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that Birkat Mazon goes first. We see it must be Bet Shemai. Like we said before, 
we were trying to say just now that the Mishnah might be based Hillel according to a mayor, but we see it's Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that Birkat Amazon is first. So it must be Rabbi Huda. And if it's Rabbi Huda, it must be Bet Shemai. And if so, Mikol Makom Kasha, we have a question. You see, Bet Shemai says that, uh, that we said in the Mishnah, Bet Shemai says that the Yom goes first before the wine. And here in this bright, we're seeing that Bet Shemai says the, the wine goes first. Back to the original question, right? Says the Gemara, Kasavi Bet Shemai, Shani Uluya Yoma Me'afuki Yoma. There's a difference between when the day comes in and when the day comes out. Which means the difference between Kiddush in the beginning of Shabbat and Havdalah at the end of Shabbat. Ilu Yoma, when the day goes in, Kiddush in the beginning of Shabbat, Kemad Adif. We try to make it as early as possible, and therefore we make Kiddush first and Yayin next. We're trying, we're so excited to get the Shabbat in, we want to start off with that. On the other hand, when it comes to Afukiyoma, when it comes to Shabbat ending, the more you push it off, better. We don't want Shabbat to look like a burden on us. And therefore, it's much better. Bet Shemai is of the opinion. In the beginning of Shabbat, you put Yayin second, and the end of Shabbat, Yayin is first. Beautiful. Does Bet Shemai hold that you need a cup for Berkat Mazon, which would sound like the Brita? Right? Because the Brita said, in the Brita that was quoted in the middle, this is like a gufa. The Gemara is like, in the Brita that was quoted in the middle, that was a question on Bet Shemai, which we just answered. We mentioned that if there's one cup, you put it after Berkat Mazon, implying that you can't make Berkat Mazon without a cup. Didn't we learn? If wine comes after Mazon, Betchamai says you make a Berecha Gefen, drink the wine, then you make Berecha Mazon. We're assuming that you make a Berecha of Hagefen, and you're drinking it, and you're not going to have a wine for Berecha Mazon. And this guy only has one cup. So you see, Betchamai says you don't need a cup for Berecha Mazon. So why are we implying that he does? Lo. We talk bet shemai holds that you make a berachah on it, a gefen, and you leave it for after berkat mazon. How can you say that he says you make a berachah and you leave it? You can't make a gefen and wait so long. I thought we said they have to take taste taste it. Says the taim le. Oh, my case was he tasted it and you left the rest for berkat mazon. Says I thought we said if you taste it, you you blemish the cup. So how could the rabbis say that you taste it and you leave it? It means that you taste it with your hands. You pour it a little into your hands or you stuck your finger into it and you tasted it and that doesn't make a pagum. Like the rabbis do at the weddings. At a wedding, your rabbi, when he when a rabbi makes a gefin a long shiva barachot, he's making the first barachah gefin. And then after all the seven barachot, the chatan and kalah are going to drink. The rabbi who makes the first barachah usually either uh, when I used to ask the uh, Baruch what he do, what he used to do, Baruch used to stick his finger into the cup and take a little drink, in order not to make a pagum. Cham uh, Yosef, Raful used to shake the cup a little bit and ta- and lick his hand just to taste the drop. But you have to taste it and not make a pagum if you do it with your fingers. Says the Gemara, didn't the Rabbi say kosher shiur? The Rabbi say that a kosher needs a shiur, and if you're going to if you're going to spill it, 
We're talking about a big cup, and the big cup has more than three ounces, has four ounce cup, let's say, or a seven ounce cup, and therefore, even though he stuck his finger in it, there's still a little bit left. Oh, yeah. I thought we said. That there was only one cup. The brightest said the case was there was only one cup. We're assuming that if there's only one cup, that means there was exactly three ounces, which is it to be eat. So they go, no. There weren't two cups. There wasn't enough for two cups. There was there wasn't six ounces, but there was more than one. There was a four ounces, and therefore you could you he was able to stick his finger in and taste it. But we have a different bright that says straight up. Habitually says you drink the cup and then you say we got this one. Well, now at this time we're stuck. Anymore. I have to say, okay, you're right. Must be there was two different opinions of what Bechamai held. One says that you don't need a cup of Bechamazon, and one says you do. Okay. Now we're on the first wide line. Bechamai Omrim. So we said in the Mishnah, Bet Shemai says first you wash it to the Yadayim, and then you pour the cup. Bet Shemai flips the order, he says first you, you put water in the cup, and then you wash the Yadayim. Bet Shemai says, don't clean the Yadayim, you first wash your hands, and then you mosaic the course. Because if you first... Put put water in the cup, then Gizira Sheme Yitame O Mashkin Shahorea Kos, Mahmatia Daviach Zero Vietam Water Kos. We're afraid maybe the wine that's on the outside of the cup will become Tame because your hands, because you didn't wash your hands yet, because we're assuming you're doing it before washing hands. Maybe the, the, the Tamer water that's outside the cup, because you rinse the cup, and there's droplets of water out of the cup, if that becomes Tamer, it might make the whole coast of So therefore, we tell you to wash the dime first, and then do the cup. Says the Gemara, which means... Why are we worried that maybe the wine are gonna is gonna make Tamir the droplets on the outside of the cup, and that's why we wash the dime first? <laughs> why are we worried that the, the hands are gonna make the whole cup Tamir itself? Says so, no, the 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 hands will not make the cup Tamir because Yadaim Shniyotim, hands are secondary Tuma, and and we hold unless it's Tiruma, hands can't make. A third tuma. There's no third tuma for non-tuma stuff. Unless you do it with liquids, and therefore, therefore, it's a, therefore it would not be a problem, and that they'll be likely shonim. He says first you fix the cup and then you wash it down. Why? Because if you wash hands first, maybe the wine, maybe you'll get, make tamer, the, 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 with, if you wash your hands first, you might have droplets on your hands. And they'll get tamer from the cup. And that will be the tamer your yadayim, and you'll mess up your yadayim. 
Since why don't we worry that maybe the couple be tamer that make your dime tamer? So he says that's not a problem because adam. We hold that a kli cannot be tamer a person. Says the Gemara. Why are we not worried that it'll make that the cup will make the, the liquid that's in the cup tamer? No, says the Gemara. We're talking about a keli that only the outside became tamer with mashkin. Talakha is that you can make the outside of a kli tamer, and the inside of the kli won't, will still be tahor. And therefore, the inside, in this case, the inside of the cup, which is full of wine, will not be tamer. How do we know that? Which says, a kili, that the outside became tamer with mashkin, the outside is tamer, and the inside. Flip the page to the bit on the bit. Vitocho, the ogno, the osno, and that, but the inside and the lip and the ears, which is like a handle, the adav, and it's a straight handle, tehorin, all those things. Osnav are ear shaped handles, like a jug with, with like an S shaped handle on the side, and yadav is a straight handle, like a pot handle. All those type of handles will not necessarily become tamer, will be tahor. But if the Mishnah continues that if the inside of the pot became tamer, the tamer kulo, then the whole thing became tamer. So says the Gemara. What is the machloket between Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel about this? Uh, what goes first, the the, the washing yadaim or the? Or the or the mizigata kos. Bet Shammai Savri asul ishtamesh beklish and itam uachonem mashkin. Bet Shammai says you're not allowed to use a keli that the outside got tameh. We're afraid that uh, that drops will come out of the keli and become tameh from the outside of the keli, and therefore it'll be tameh. Your hands, and you'll be eating with tamer hands. Therefore, they say, wash your hands first, right? And he's not worried that maybe you'll be tamer with. He's not worried that maybe your wet hands will make the cup tamer. But you're allowed. There's no gezera about. Uh, drops coming out and touching the outside of the keli, because Amri they hold in It's not common that stuff spills, that that droplets spill out of the cup onto the thing. And therefore, they also hold. And we have to worry that you, that the, your hands might be wet. You, that if your hands are wet, you'll you'll your droplets on your hands will be metamei the cup. Another another reason. For betilil, take if because the rule is you want to do right. You want to wash right after, right before you eat bread, and therefore we you don't want to distance the yadayim from the bread. That's why betilil says that you first mosaic the course and then you uh, wash the yadayim. Because also another reason is because betilil holds that you want to have the yadayim right before you make amotzi. My davar 
Why do they have to add another reason? This is what Betel is saying to Bet Shemai. According to you, who say it's a sword to use a kale, a a keli that the outside is tamer because because you're mishum nitzot because you're wearing nitzot. I feel lachi haadifa. Even so, you should still agree with me to take him to that daim seuda. Meaning, you're only worried about something, but. In other words, the fact that you're worried about nitzotzot is a worry. But here you're doing, you're definitely doing something vaday wrong. You're doing something certainly wrong because when you are going to wash first and then fix the cup, you're going to cause that you're not going to have uh, a closeness from the washing to your eating of your bread. Okay. So it says the Gemara as follows. We are now at the two dots. About 15 lines down. Bet Shemai says that you wash, your, you, you dry your hands on the napkin and you leave the napkin on the table. But Bet says you don't put the napkin on the table, you put it on the pillow. We learned in the bright Bet Shemai says you have to wipe your hands on the towel when you leave it on the table. Because he says if you leave your towel on the on the pillow, we're worried that maybe the the droplets that are on the napkin will get tameh from the pillow. Then you'll you'll wipe your hands in the middle of the sudai. If you touch something greasy, you wipe your hands on the pillow on the on the on the napkin, and they will begin to come tameh. And then you'll eat with tameh hands. Where it says, according to that, why do we have to say well, there's going to be water on the thing, and that's going to become tameh? Just say that if you put it on the you put the napkin on the pillow, it'll become tamer. Why did it say that? Because there's water, it'll make it tamer. It's funny. It says, well, no, we can't do that because and keli metamer keli. We know that napkins alone do not metamer keli, only if they have water on them. Why aren't you worried that, that the pillow will make the guy tamer? Well, that's not a problem either because and keli metamer adam. We know that a keli can't make a person tamer. That's according to Bet Shammai. When Bet Shammai says, no. Leave it on the pillow. Why? If you leave it on the table, maybe the same problem, but on, from the table. Maybe the liquid on the napkin will get tamer from the table. That will make the Food, Tamer, when you wipe your hands from the grease, you'll touch it and it'll get Tamer, and then you'll be eating with Tamer hands. Similar to Bet Shemai, except Bet Shemai is worried from the pillow, and Bet Hillel is worried from the table. Says the Gemara, Why aren't we worried that the, that the Shulchan will, will be Tamer, the food on the table? No. We're talking about a shulchan that's not a rishon the tumah, it's a sheni the tumah. And since it's a sheni the tumah, it does. And sheni also shlishi bichulin el adem ashkin. We know that you can't make a 
unless it's tinuma, sheni uh, lituma like this, like a ta- like this table can't make a shlishi lituma. There's no such thing as shlishi lituma bechulin if it's not tinuma. Ela idei mashkin unless it's liquid. And therefore, we're only worried when there's a wet napkin, but a plain napkin or an, or or on the table or the table to the food. We're not worried because there's no liquid. Says the Gemara. What do they argue about? Bet Shemai says, Bet Shemai holds, Asul Hashemesh Mishulchan Shani. Bet Shemai says, You can never use a Shulchan that's a Shani Latumah. Gezirah Mishum Ochlet Tinumah. Because we're worried you might eat Tinumah on it. And Tinumah can become a Shashit Tumah. And therefore, since you can't use a table like that, because no one's allowed to eat on a table like that, therefore we tell you, don't put it, therefore we tell you, there's no problem to leave the napkin on the table because the, ta- the, ta- the table's got to be tahor. And that's why he says put it on the table. It's safer than putting it on the on the pillow. Well, Beitelel says, says, you're allowed to use a shulchan sheni, which a shulchan which is sheni l'tumah. Why? Because we're not worried about people, about tinumah, because koanim, and they're very, very careful. And therefore, we don't have to worry about it. And therefore, since he says you're allowed to use a shulchan sheni, therefore he has to tell you to put it on the kesek because a shulchan sheni could cause a problem with the droplets on the napkin. Bet says in the bright, another reason, there is no minatora, you do not need to wash it out for chulin, only for tiruma. My davar what, what's the reason why he had to throw another thing in it? Haki Kamalu, this is what he's telling him. Betelel, Betelel, Betelel is saying Betelel the following thing. Maybe you'll say, Maishna Gavi Ochlin de Chashinu, Maishna Gavi Yadayim de Loa Chashinan. Betelel tells Betelel, why, if, you, if you're worried, how come you said you're worried about the food that might get Tamer from the napkin on the table and you're not worried about the hands, meaning the guy's hands themselves. Why aren't you worried that they, they're going to get Tamir from the table? Afilu hachi, even so, you should have to worry about both things. Ha'adifa, it's more important to worry about this, to leave it on the, on the keset. Why? Which means, you don't have to worry about hands being Tamir from the Torah. Therefore, mutavshi It's better that the hand should come tamer. Tilet leu ikamidoraita. It doesn't have any source in the Torah. Vaitmo ochel. Don't make the the ochel tamer. Tidlu ikamidoraita. Because ochel food getting tamer has a source in the Torah. Yes, it's true. Both of them are suspicions, but we should more worry about food getting tamer on the table than worry about hands getting tamer. Now we have another machlok in the Mishnah. We said in the Mishnah that Betchamai says that you mechabdin etabayit, which means you sweep the house and then you wash it out your dying. says, no, you first wash wash your dying, then you then you sweep the house. First you sweep the house, then you wash your hands. Why? Because if you tell, if you say hey, you should wash your hands first, you're going to come out to lose the food. Why? Because the the water is going to fall on the food and it's going to get ruined, and you're not allowed to ruin food. 
we're talking here about my maharim. So we're telling you that you should always sweep the floor. I, I guess even the olden days, the floors used to get dirty after a meal. And he's telling you, you should always sweep the floor first and then wash the daim, because assuming the washing my maharim under the table. Because if you wash the daim first, then you'll be washing it on food. It's going to make a tamir, it's going to ruin it. says, you don't do that. My my time is because he's worried about uh, little um, pirurim are crumbs that are on the floor and they're gonna get ruined. Mashma. Sorry. Well, says no. Betelel is not worried because he's presuming that the Shamosh, the guy in charge of the meal, is going to be Tamir Chacham. And if he sees any uh, crumbs that are Kazayit size that you have to worry about, he'll pick them up. And only on the floor is going to be pieces that are less than Kazayit and pieces that are less than Kazayit you don't have to worry about. And therefore you can wash the dime first and then sweep the floor. Holds that pieces that don't have a kazayit, you're allowed to get rid of. My so what's the what's the point of this machloket? holds You can't have a waiter who's amaretz, and since you can't have a waiter amaretz, you don't have to worry about having big pieces of bread on the floor, and therefore you can wash the dime on the floor because the, the waiter is going to make sure that the big piece is going to pick it up, and. You're allowed to use the shamosh amaretz, and since you're allowed to use the amaretz, it's okay. You have to walk, you have to first sweep the floor first to make sure that you're not going to ruin anything on the floor. Everything in this predict Besides for this, that you're allowed to use amaretz, and therefore you have to sweep the floor first. says the other way. Even this, the halacha is like betelel. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen. Amen. The rest will do tomorrow. We're up to bet shemayim. We're in the end of mazon.